All right. Hey, everyone. Time for Puzzle Talk, the geocaching puzzle podcast brought to you by the Geocache Talk Network. If you'd like to become a patron, click on the Become a Patron link on the front page of the Geocache Talk website or head on over to the patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get the now famous blackout coin and other geocaching items during the year, as well as bonus content. Invites to special events only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as Bison Tube level, which is $3 a month. Well, here are your hosts for the evening, Memphis Mafia. Goody, I'm confused. This is the wrong night of the week. I don't know. (laughs) What's happening? In for Charles tonight, Mm. Pathfinder 33, and Electric Waterboy. How's it going? Oh, great. Gentlemen, I am really looking forward to this one tonight. Well, we'll see because Tom's an expert and I have no idea. So we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> He's yeah, going to give you good information. I'm going to give you bad information. So I, I see the excitement in your face there. <laughs> well, that's that's the puzzle part of this show. Figure out which information is real and which one's not. I'll give you a hint. <laughs> you 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 know you know more than you lead on. I tell you, you you, you actually know, you're you're. I be I think you know more about puzzles than you, not like Electric Water Boy, but I think you, I think you're pretty good at it. I cheated all of them. You're learning. You're learning how to to get through them. Okay, there you well, go. You, you solve them using one of the tools me and Charles had on our list. So that is true. Yeah, that's true. I just pay the cash owner. That's I thought you're supposed to pay for them. I didn't know. Pay you for solve them yourself. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, isn't that why you said Charles isn't here tonight? He's, y'all have paid him enough. He's out buying a new car. That's right. He is. Well, he negotiated a better contract. Sorry, buddy. No, no, no. I got we got ours last week. <laughs> oh, okay. There you go. So that worked out. Yeah, Charles is is actually of all places. He is up in Fargo, North Dakota. Funny we should mention that. Oh man, just talked about there. that on Sunday. I know. They're going to do the geo tour, but they're also picking up a car. So hats off to them. Um, yeah, that's not fair. I want to go do that geo tour. I know. So, I did. I did too. So is he going to head to Gilby also? Did he talk about that? I don't know if you mentioned Gilby. He said the geo tour. I'm not sure. I I don't know how much time they have. Um, wait, wait, wait. Why are we here doing a podcast and he's out cashing in Gilby and doing the geo tour? How did we? How did this work out? Uh, we're, we're working stiffs. He signed a better contract, I think, is what you said. Yeah, I need to renegotiate. Absolutely, your contract isn't up for quite a while, buddy. So you just ah. sit back and relax. Oh, Corona! I'm gonna have to renegotiate because of Corona. <laughs> okay, uh-huh. sounds good. Uh, well, uh, greetings, everyone. Sherry did the right thing. She set herself a reminder. So, those of you who aren't here yet or watching later, you might want to set yourself a reminder. Um, check the geocachetalk.com calendar and you will always be uh, up to date. Cause I will keep that thing. I will be very careful to make sure that that is fully up to date at mm-hmm. all times. In fact, I'll show that real fast just so we can see. And it that. is a new night. So we all have to get used to it, right? Yeah, we do. And we, and we're just now kind of getting, we're just starting getting all these shows lined up. So um, there's the schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, 623 Puzzle Talk. 
I, I couldn't keep up without that schedule, dude. You got how many? How many shows are there now? We have five. And five. how many? And how many more do you got in the works? Seven. No, I'm sorry, I didn't <laughs> say that. No, we're we're done for now. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I got the schedule. The new show I need to fix. Of course, that's challenge talk. So uh, anyway, there you go. So, that's going to be a good show. Hey, everybody. Everybody's here. I, I saying, dude, all right. What is that? Oh, there it is right there. What is, what, what is that? What is, what is that what thing? Is, what scrolling? Is that? I feel like a windshield wiper now. That's right. <laughs> it's there, and there it goes. Well, we'll, we'll let people work on that. <clears throat> yeah, there's a couple ways to solve that. Uh, yes. Challenge talk is 7 p.m. Central uh, instead of 8 because we wanted to not uh, run over into gearheads. So right, we, right. we moved it up. So we'll just tee them up, get them ready. We're like the uh, the, the warm up, right? Yep. There you go. And he starts next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, July 2nd. July 2nd. Okay. So he's got time to get a few more blood transfusions yeah. from Sunday. <laughs> Next Tuesday is Gadget Talk uh, build evening on the 30th. So that's that's his thing. Uh, we do have some people that have started to solve it. Uh, I won't mention who yet, but we'll get to that later. So everybody work on it. Don't look in the chat room. You're still working on it. <laughs> Don't look in the chat room. That's terrible advice. Don't look in the chat room. <laughs> Hoping to head that way one sometime, Savannah. That's a pretty city. All right. Let's oh, get, yeah. Yes, it let's, is. Let's get started. So we're going to look at several tools tonight. Um, Charles has a list. Tom has a list. And we're going to kind of go through it and talk through some of the various tools. Um but I'm going to ask you guys, you kind of tell me your experiences with them or what your thoughts are on them. Let's start with the obvious ones, okay? Um, as And this is one that I think, Jesse, you really appreciate. You really no, like I'll this. Start with start with that one. Use your own head. Mess, that's right. Use your own head. I like that. That's right. Th- then it's Memphis. Will say, Jesse will say, use Tom's head. That's right. <laughs> The first one on Charles's tools is message message the previous finder and beg for the corrected chords. That's, right. <laughs> That's awesome. That's funny. Uh, no, no. Don't, don't do that. But you know what? That kind of falls under the phone a friend, which is okay. Yeah, I guess so. Phone a friend for a hint. Depends on how much information you get. True. Very true. That you may be for another show. You phone. Fo- there we go for another show. Oh, it doesn't show. show. I... Yeah, dark. You got some dark in there. It's not going to. No, show. no, no, no. I'm lighter. Oh, this oh. oh and cool. here's uh, Kenny Mason Maddie. Yeah, brings up a good point. Twitter. Uh, Paris back on tonight. There was a a glitch in the system in the Matrix. When was that? Last week when we had a Periscope issue. Yeah, we had Periscope issue last yeah, so week. For anybody that normally listens on Periscope on the other shows, sorry, we had there was a glitch. It was a Periscope glitch. It was not an us glitch. Yeah. But uh doesn't matter. We weren't – didn't want, hate for anybody not to be able to get a hold of the show. How yeah. They it, so so we're all back and working now. So. so Periscope didn't work. That means the submarine sank. 
<laughs> mm -hmm. but we fixed the glitch okay, okay. We yeah fixed the glitch so we're good to go um so next one on the list was of course google and and tom's favorite favorite I, I thing is too. google i said google's your friend to start Go with but google's your friend but it's more like google is gonna be your friend i yeah, mean right. to, to tell me tell people hey google's your friend it makes them think makes you think Oh, I can just put anything in Google and I'm done. It's like, no, <laughs> no, there's a learning curve about what to put in there. And but you know what? Google is the number one place to go. I would say most of all the caches that I saw that I, you know, I just don't do from my own head. I use Google with almost all of them. I, I do a lot of Google and I do some of the other searches. Like this weekend, I was looking for um, an Enigma right. simulator. And I knew the one I wanted, but Google wasn't taking me to it. And so I used Dogpile. It's another search engine, and it took me right to it. it and it found different stuff. So, you know, there's a bunch of different search engines out there. I think DuckDuckGo is another one that's uh, kind of a – I don't know if there's – I don't know if there's anything useful. So you're saying there's why, – why do you think Google was not letting you – You'd use Dogpile, which I've used. I've used Dogpile before, but uh, they just it just wouldn't do it. Information. They yeah, they, I think this they search by. Well, I don't know if they do by. Well, I don't know. I just know they look at things different. Yeah, okay. I can make something up if you want. I'll sound well, real technical. Okay. Yeah, all right. I, I think generally when you don't find something in Google, it's because either one, you don't have enough information or two, you're not specific enough. Right. If you know what to type into Google, you generally get to where you need. Doesn't mean you're always there because you don't always have the information you need. Right. But sometimes there's too many, like if you type something in, there's too many sources to narrow down to one you want to actually get to. So, right. But that's a Google conversation. I know Tom wants to have a big, long conversation about that. But. Yeah. We'll get into that one later, but, um, I will mention too, Jeff has an interesting idea. He creates a tool list put up on his own wiki page so he can quickly find it with a text search. That's wiki not a bad page. idea. That's a good idea. Yeah. So that's cool. So, so, I can, so I can make my own wiki page and put whatever on there. Put everyone, like, apparently. Yeah. We'll have to ask Jeff about that, but uh, you know, we could also probably on the, on the puzzle talk part of geocache talk, we could probably put a big list of all the, yeah puzzle tools that we talk about and yeah we could do that a million more yeah we put all those in a in a list on the website that yeah. that that's really good um, pick tom's brain and put them all tom's brain is clanging away right now back on wiki and we'll get back to that later because that's number eight on charles list <laughs> it's it's not it's on your bad list right it, that, it's on his bad list but yeah what do you think of what do you think of these kind of ciphers right here? I like those. Mm -hmm. You, you got to kind of recognize it. I've only done a couple of them. Um, it's neat when they're in the library or in the reference section. So like if it's one of the library caches, it's a book cipher and you have to go to the library to the reference and use that particular book to do it and not just online. Right. That'd be fine. I like those. That's Love them in the summertime here because then you're in an air-conditioned library solving the puzzle. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, that's a great idea. I've, I've never. I mean, uh, I would. You know, I I have a 
have a cache in a library, which, mm -hmm. you know, which is great. If you have a library near you, that's for another show. But if you have one there, you definitely need to put a cache in there because you can. I mean, it's yeah. part and of – go ahead. They will. They like it, too. You're bringing people to the library. Yeah. Not This is not an attack on a library. So if anybody works in a library, I'm not attacking them. But libraries as an industry are struggling to stay relevant, right? Yeah, a little bit. Know that, just like bookstores and everything else. They'll they'll always have an audience, but not as big as they used to. Right. So when you, anytime you can bring a friendly activity back to the library, they're generally pretty receptive to it. Yeah, and um, I used a reference book because reference books mm -hmm. can't be checked out. The cache is in the book, so and the stage one's outside. But yeah, uh, yeah. But a, a book cipher I think is kind of cool. Um, would you guys normally use a book? Well, like you said, a library book is really good. I mean, you can always use a book that people can always get their hands on, like a Bible or, or other yes, but. books. So, oh, yeah, the book is the key, right? Obviously, in a book cipher, the book is the key. And the way that you're going to, and Tom, correct me if I'm saying stupid stuff, but the way I would recognize one, let me, let me put it that way, is yeah. it's going to be a series of two or three numbers for each either letter or word, right? Because it's right. generally going to be page number, paragraph number, and word. Right. Um, but like you said, like the Bible, well, everybody has a Bible, but not every page is written the exact same. Right. right. Every version is different. Has, everybody has access to a Bible. I don't mean right. one, right? Everybody, um, yeah. Every version is different. So that that's not a really good one to use unless you yeah. have. A, it's got to be the exact printing, not even like version two or whatever the book is. You know, it's got to be the exact same copy or it's not going to work. Right. Um, now there are ways to do it, but if you have that and you have a digital text, and I don't know any websites, Tom probably does, but there's a lot of online book cipher decoders. So if you oh. can pull the text in, it'll go through and pick out the words or letters. They're usually, the ones I've seen are either whole words or like the first letter of the word, that kind of deal. Yeah. I've only done a handful, so I haven't even, didn't even know there was the book cipher, stuff like that. I've just done them by hand. The last one I remember doing well, one of them I know I did is it gave you the book or there was a clue to it, but it was chapter, paragraph, I think it was sentence and then word. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's pretty yeah. fairly complicated one. Yeah, but it's either way, once you figure it out, you know, then you're flying after that point. Yeah. As soon as you break that part, but. And yeah, and this one was good because, I mean, when you got the right stuff, it was obvious you had the right word. Yeah. But April, you can, we'll let you work on that one if you want. We we just mentioned it. It's something to work on while we do the show. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, Ottendorf is, yeah, uh, especially if you saw um, um, Treasure, National Treasure, National Treasure, the first one. Yeah. Where they use the Ottendorf's, Ottendorf's. Ottendorf. I don't care what anybody says. Those movies are great. I don't know how oh, you like them if you're a geocacher. Oh, my gosh. Those are some of my favorite. Yeah, it's I love those. They are. They're great movies for geocachers. Yep. Uh, okay. Let me show this page. You guys talk about this location, this this uh, website. That's an awesome website. It's got all kind of stuff on it, but don't scroll up too far because there's a bad word there, I think. Oh, is there? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But we'll just talk about it in general. There's there's a lot of coordinates, text functions. There's a lot of cool stuff in here. Let me roll past it. There we go. There you uh, go. 
Sudoku, which I don't know how, how would it do a Sudoku if you don't know? You you put in what you know, and it'll figure the rest. It'll figure the rest? Wow. I like some of these. Um, Although that's a standard Sudoku, and oh. there, are, there are so many versions of those things that you can Google those and find solvers for the others. Some of right. I have one of one of my few puzzles as I'm learning how to be better with puzzles. One of my few puzzles in my area, I use prime numbers because I think prime numbers are interesting. So there's a thing in here about a prime number checker. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I've used this site several times. Not as much now, but in the past. Right. Maybe. And that's something I think. Um, actually, it's Fibonacci numbers. I'm sorry. It's not primes. Um, Fibonacci is what I'm referring to. Um, so is this something, Tom, that you think is used, but also isn't used as much as it used to? The tool itself or just the yeah. Fibonacci thing? No, the tool itself. I'm just tool yeah. itself. I use it all the time. I use it okay. a lot. Do you think people are hiding using this a lot or? Yes, I, I think so. Okay. Especially the site. So there's a lot of cipher stuff in my area. Right. And I'm I'm guessing they're using this because some of them aren't on the other one I use. And right. Russian semaphore. Okay, that's not what I thought that was. That's kind of cool looking though. See, yeah, that's different than the American version. Got plenty of uh, options there. Yeah, the flag semaphore, you see that a lot. Yeah, flag semaphore. Oh, look at that. You've got the the other the other uh, letters with, yeah. with the umlauts. The umlauts. That's cool. Man, there's just too much. So, what do you do if? What do you do when you've got that many different kinds of? I mean, you, got, the, you, you have to learn to recognize the different kind of ciphers. Okay, mm -hmm. and really, kind of is for a different show. We're talking about tools tonight, but yeah. That, that's the step, right? Find out which cipher you're using. Obviously, that's a whole series of shows on how to do that. But once you get that and you're going to one of these tools, you're going you're gonna to knock it out after that. Yeah. So there's a couple people, I guess, that have solved what you have up there. Let's see if they can go to the next step. What, what cipher did he use to make that? That's true. And not just, a, yeah. What cipher and what were the pieces that we use to make that cipher now here's a fun little question i'll ask tom while they're doing that is there a chance that more than one cipher would work out similarly on this one yeah well hold on. you mean more than one more than one type of cipher so sometimes you've seen the puzzles where one cipher will lead you down a road and it'll solve some of it but it won't solve it all <sighs> Well, I saw one that had Morse code. When you did the Morse code, it brought out letters that didn't mean squat until you put them in something else. And then it, yeah, if that's what you're talking about. Well, now I've seen one that was like, if you'd use like a ROT13 cipher, some of the words would be good and some of them wouldn't. But if you use a different, like a Vignier or one of the other ones, that would translate the whole thing. So, you know, some of them will come up with some words, but they just won't solve the whole puzzle. I don't know how they managed to do all that, but maybe just coincidence, I, I guess. I have seen where it's a string of letters and you think it's rot 13, 
but it's rot one through everything. Each word's a different rot. Yeah. And as, and as you scroll through it, you get one word at a time. Oh, well, and just so just while we're talking about it, just because you found a cipher or which cipher you think it is, doesn't mean the whole puzzle's done that way. No. So. And it, it might be a cipher just to tell you, you, know, you spend forever solving it and find out it's just a red herring. What's yeah, the number? What's the number one thing to check on every puzzle? Whether wait, whether the post coordinates are correct or not. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Always check that first before you do any work, especially with the checker in there now, because people still do that and it still stumps people every time. So back in the day, <laughs> back way in the back day, right? when puzzles first came out, there weren't checkers. And right. there wasn't, and there wasn't a two mile rule either. So, I know that's tricky. And so the only way you knew if you got it right is either get in the car and drive out to it and find it, <laughs> or or ask the CO. Right. And they might give you the answer, might not. Yep. Yeah. What I would do is just log a find on it and then stalk the CO as he drove out there to check it. <laughs> I'm just saying, everybody has their own tools, right? That's great. That's evil, but works. <laughs> it works. Uh, so this is another site that has always come up as a, when well, we've done, we've done a couple puzzle shows before. Uh, even you brought it up, Tom, or I think we've, we've done it even previously, but this, uh, this one right here. And I don't this one right here. So Rumpkin. So Rumpkin. what? I love Rumpkin. So that's the first one I ever dealt with with okay. ciphers. And so it's my go-to one because I know it. I know it does a lot of other stuff up there, but I don't mess with any of it other than ciphers. Every once in a while, like when I'm bored, I'll go click on something else. But go ahead and click on ciphers. Okay. Oh, wow. And it's got a whole list of them there you can plug in. Um, call this one affine affine okay that looks that looks familiar huh at bash baconian boy there's a bunch of them in here base 64 baconian isn't that about bacon bacon should be about kevin bacon how many uh how many how many degrees of separation separation (laughs) we had a bunch of those caches around here when i first started how funny morse code there Morse, are a few in yeah, there. Morse code's useful. That is interesting. Um, I've definitely oh. seen Morse code used. As a matter of fact, I've even used Morse code on a puzzle before. So and there's a there's a couple puzzles in my area that use a code that look like Morse code, but it's not. Oh, can I guess? Yeah. I Did have you, seen this. I'll tell you if you pronounce it right. Oh, okay. I don't know if the, I don't know that there's a term for it, but I've seen this. Where if you hold up a piece of paper and cut part of the part of the words off, uh, you will then get uh, that's what they did. They cut off part of every word. So it looks kind of like Morse code, but it's not. It's, yeah. No, that's not the one I'm talking about then. Okay. There's what, another one called knock too that's similar. I'm thinking what like, I'm thinking of, I think it's called Bado. Okay. Yeah. Something like that. It was like early 1900s. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It's two steps, right? Like it changes the letters into a box and then changes them to dots after that. Oh, uh, wow. That's kind of cool. Uh, that much I don't remember because I've only done like two puzzles that used it. But but looking at it, I thought, well, this is Morse code. And then they're like, no, no, it's not. All right. Well, then what looks like Morse code? And I had to look for that. Look Google for that. that. <laughs> so when you said is not, is it like not like K-N-O-T? Jesse, or is it N-O-T? Uh, no, there's one called not, but I think now that I'm thinking about it, I think that's not the one that changes it. I think it changes it to letters based on a square, like a, you know, kind of like the, uh, I forget the name of that square, but, and then it changes to numbers after that. Oh, okay. It changes to dots after that. K-N-O-C-K, like, like knock on a table. Oh, okay. Knock. Okay. Gotcha. I've never found one with, uh, with Affine, but obviously it's, it's, Similar, I guess, to the cesarean shift. Oh, no, it's it's tap code. It's not knock. It's tap. I knew it was oh. something like knocking on a table, but it's called tap code. Oh, tap yeah, code. yeah, tap code, tap, tap. So that uh, uses numbers one to six or one to five. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. One, you know, one to five, yeah. And, but it looks like Morse code if you didn't know what you were looking at, right? Like right. plans, it, but not, obviously. It, right. Yeah, it can. Depending on how you set it up. Something I put, uh, uh, you can use the cryptogram, cryptogram solver. Um, so our newspaper here used to have simple um, ciphers in them that would do something like this. And they'd have a hint. They'd tell you what one of the letters was. And I used to bet my coworkers a Coke. I could figure the cipher out in two minutes <laughs> or less without the the hint. Cool. And I, and I usually won. Cryptograms are fun. We used to have them a lot around here, like books of them and stuff. When you know, when I was younger, and uh, I, I would go through those all the time. Just now, some of them are hard. They can make them hard, depending on how they set them up, right? But. In general, those cryptograms are a lot of fun to do, and you can you can get addicted to those just for fun. Yeah, put, hey, hey, April wants a hint. Should we give her a hint? We'll give her a hint. I just want to mention real quick in the my new my new book, a shameless plug. I did put some I did put some cryptograms in there, Jesse. I don't know if you did those yet. Yep. Okay, cool. Very simple stuff, but all right. Let me get let's, let's do a, let's do give a, her a hint. We'll tell her uh, you know. We, 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 we showed the the cipher already, the cipher type. We did show the cipher type, didn't it's we? It's on that page, in fact, right? And we we actually clicked on it. And we actually clicked and, on it. And we'll give you two more clues you might need to know. There's three people on the show tonight, and it's the second episode. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. There's your hints. Uh, but okay. It, but how Jesse had mentioned earlier, and you know, we talked about this before the show. There's another way to solve this one. Oh wow! Is okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then there's also Jesse's way. Get let's get Jesse him to do it. Jesse didn't use the cipher. Let's get him to do it. <laughs> I like that. Get him to do it. Sometimes you can just look and see. Right. Sometimes you, can, you can. Sometimes you can start looking at them and solving them in your head before you even realize what you're doing. How yeah. many? How many of the the hints on puzzle pages, cash pages? Now, can you read the rot thirteen without? Oh yeah. Without knowing that, right? Like, 
it starts with a few words and you're like, oh, I've seen this word before. I've seen this word before. And then you start figuring it. You're like, ah, <laughs> whole new level of nerdy when you start translating right 13 in your head. Excellent. Excellent. So go back to the, that effing thing again. Yeah. I'm going to show you something. Some people in my neck of the woods have been doing that throws me for a loop. Okay. Hang on. I'm getting there. Do, 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 do. Here we go. Share screen. Go to Affine, which is under ciphers. Okay. So, Gary, how would you solve that? Wow. How would I solve the oh our our yeah. the code we put out today? Yeah. I'd probably just stick it in here and do a decrypt. Okay. Go ahead. Which won't work, right? No, go ahead. Put it on decrypt. Okay. Give me the letters real quick because I'll I'm sorry, I'll flip back and forth. H S S J. H S S J. And H A M O. H A M O like that? Yep. Yep. And you had A set to three and B set to two. Oh, okay. I was I, I would have I would have left them just like they are, but that wouldn't have done any good, would it? No, go ahead and set A to three. And not leave, leave that on decrypt for now. Set that at three. At three. And then set the other to two. Okay. And there it is. And you think, yay, done. So that that's how a normal puzzle person would, would work that. But we have people in my neighborhood that, um, I guess, want to do ciphers and didn't read the cipher book. Yeah. And so they forget to quit, put that on encrypt when they're doing it and they leave it on decrypt <laughs> so now you have to go the other way so click that over click that over to decrypt and see what it would do all there right decrypt did it but if you put it on e if you left it on encrypt it gets you something just totally wacky oh it gives you this and then you don't know what to do with this you don't you because you don't you're thinking when i i plug that in I need to put it on decrypt, but you got to put it on encrypt. It, it works the other direction. <laughs> gotcha. Right. Which is pretty darn tricky of them and smart because that's what you should do with a cipher is make it a little tricky. Well, and let, tell, tell me what you guys think about this part. If you were, because we, we're doing, we do both on the show. We're doing how you would solve them, but also how you would create them because we want people to create more puzzle caches out in the world. What would you do about, you know, we gave people the hint, where would you, would you have done something for, because I mean, you could go, what, what, there's no limit to a, and there's almost no limit to B is there, or there's a limit to B. You know, well, the first thing I would have done on one of these is drop it in the Caesar thing and do all the different rots. Cause that takes all of about five seconds to run through all the different versions of rot one through 24 or 25, 26, whatever. Okay. You can look at them all. Right. And then I'd might come back and hit this and you know, you're only going to go so high on a and B and it's not going to change things that much after a while. Right. And so you might've taken the, the text gone to the Caesar shift and you'd have done that. And then you would have gone through all the Caesars. Yeah, if drop do that drop down, right, where it's uh, right above where you put tool time. Yeah, hit that. I, yeah, I did. Right. It, it, 
in one and two. You mean go like that? Yeah, and then you can scroll. Okay, it's so small I can't see the thing. But yeah, you oh, can I'm scroll. Sorry. Through, you can scroll through the numbers and it'll change everything. And I think this one, this one probably won't because you shifted the letters. Yeah, so they don't, they don't, nothing shows up. So you're so like, it won't, it won't work in this one. Right, they won't work. But if you did the cryptogram solver up there, it would have worked in that. Oh, would it really? Oh, well, let's go back to that one then, real quick. So if I go to if I go to cryptogram, cryptogram solver on there. Oh, I see. Quickly swap two letters by typing them in here. So yeah, and that little box up above it, you can type HT, and it'll change the H's to T's. Oh, up here. Oh, yeah. H change yeah. the H's to T's. Yeah, yeah. H, make that a T, and make the S and O. Make the S and O, right? Yeah, you can do it like you're doing it there, or that empty box right to the left of your arrow. Oh, right here. Yeah, you could have typed S O in that, and it would have do the same thing. Oh, okay. So now, Tom, if you were building this puzzle. I'm assuming that if you were going to make it super hard, you wouldn't give them much information. But if you wanted it to be an easier puzzle, you would give them more and more information like the three and the two or, you know, you would lead them down to what cipher it is on one end. On the other end, you would give them no information. There, there's almost some dead giveaway stuff with this stuff. Like if you look for keywords like coordinates yeah, or geocache or mm -hmm. north and west or south and east, depending where you're at. But the, there's certain words to look for that will stick out and give you a clue. Right. I mean, if you pick geocache out of the thing, you've already got, what, five, six letters there? Oh, yeah, you're, you're golden. And if you're, it's spelled right. There's nothing that says you can't misspell words oh, inside your cipher, right? That's, there, that's actually a good thing to do. I mean, if you want to be really tricky cool. about it, that uh, people, <laughs> I mean, in real ciphers, people intentionally misspell stuff. Oh, that's mean. You might use an A instead of a C, and, and, and don't be consistent about it. Right, right. I'm not going to – I don't want to jump ahead to Enigma right now, but that, that is what broke the Enigma stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Was somebody – okay. Yeah, we'll get to it, though. Yeah. Let's talk about this one because uh, I, I, I don't know why, but this one really intrigues me is uh pi we did one on pi day how about that appropriate for pi day that's right uh we we uh we actually had one set up to do for pi day uh and probably not i mean it, it was difficult before probably there was a tool for it because you'd have to really do some digging to find a you'd have to find a list, right, somewhere with your coordinates. Well, I believe that this is the one. Yeah, you can search for strings in here, so you can you can search for the coordinates you want in here. Yeah, and well, then it, and it'll tell you whereabouts it's at in pi, and then you use that number to create your puzzle. Right, uh, because they gave the one that we did. It's it's gone now. I could I could pull it up, but. Um, yeah, they give you a starting point and they said, go to this point. And apparently they had found all the, you know, cause in pie, you could get all sorts of 
as you know, being being the kind of number that it is, uh, they had found the whole thing. For us, it's uh, typically it's north thirty three, whatever y'all's is. Yeah, you know. Type type one in Gary. Type in some coordinates there just to see if we can find it in Pi. Okay. Is anything uh, near your house? Any kind of what it could be? Okay. Um, search for like thirty three. Yeah, yeah. Type in a puzzle solution you have. Oh, okay. Hang on. Okay, I'll get you yeah. one. Let me and let me get my screenshot, and then I'll go. <laughs> I'll work backwards. I can do that one. Here's one that I, hasn't been published yet. Let's use that one. What do you think? Let's see where it's at. So let me put in these coordinates. All right. I have to fix it a little bit. Let me fix the, so, the north and the west coordinates. Yeah, that's what's that's the way they did it for us on this one. That's pretty impressive if that whole string is in there. That's what they did for us. They did. Oh, let me take off the other dot. You got a dot in there. Yeah. And this is going out to five trillion digits now. Five. Yeah. Wow. This thing just keeps going farther and farther out. So you'd probably have to split that into two parts, the north and the west separate. Could be, right. Um, but what if you – see, I put them in. See. So take half that off. Take the, the west take part the west out. part out. Okay. And just see if the other part shows up. Okay. I, I will bet you a beer right now it does. There you go. Look at that. So if you let them to that number, that 106,432,823, right. figure out that was part of pie. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. I haven't seen one like that, but that's a pretty cool puzzle. Yeah, that was a fun one. We we, we enjoyed that one. Uh, again, somebody had the right – somebody had a really good tool. I had a tool, but it wasn't quite working correct. It, what, it wasn't giving enough uh, clues. This one goes out quite a ways a million or something is what it said so that's kind of cool oh this is well beyond a million is it for this yeah. one uh, there's a couple of ones pie search pie stuff that's kind of cool that is crazy pie stuff pie stuff oh that's stuff to buy okay all right that's cool so like you got to remember that about February to make you a new puzzle. I know that's uh, that's something to remember. Is put one around the around Pi Day, so that's good. And then have a puzzle solving class on how to solve it at your local library. I was going to mention this earlier. So the li back to the library just for a second. A lot of them have meeting rooms you can use for usually for free if you tell them what you're doing and. I've been to a couple of puzzle solving classes where we met in a library conference room and had, we've had quite a few events in them. Uh, so if you're looking uh, for, that's a good comment. Go ahead. Yeah, I saw this. That's, that's interesting. And 63% of finding any eight digit number somewhere in the first 200, 200 million decimal places of pi, 63%. So probably easy to make a, you probably make a cash like that. Yeah, but you know, sixty-four percent all statistics <laughs> are made up on the spot. You know? Are they? Yeah, they interesting. Let me make a note of that. <laughs> okay. Uh, that one. I just found my birthday in there. Oh, cool. Yep. Yep. 
I can find all kinds of stuff in there. That's pretty cool. All sorts of good stuff. You you find are you gonna tell us where it's at and then and then search your social security number, tell us where that's at, and then Oh yeah. And then I'll, we'll, I'll put it up the day after yesterday. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's talk about the next one, which the site won't come up for me. Maybe come maybe come up for one of you guys. It doesn't work for me. But I'll put the banner up to talk so we can talk about it. Which one are you gonna bring up? We're going to talk about an interesting topic, the Enigma. Yeah, you got to have Flash player, player enabled for that one. That's that's for the one he had, and I saw that, and it looked – I hadn't used that one before. Oh, I've okay. Got, I've got three of them on my list. Oh, okay, let's pull one of yours then. Hang on, let me pull an Enigma. Which one do you like? Do you like Crypty or you like – Well, the one I like the most is the one you're not going to bring up because it's – well, go to the webpage. It might have – the uh the second one the users one yeah because okay. that one's got a simulator you can download it shows the machine and all the workings and cool let's we can show it we may not be able to work through it tonight. you're not going to be able to work through it you could almost have a class on how to run this thing but yeah it shows the machine there yep and you know you got you got the, the three little dials at the top That's yeah that's three settings on the thing. Uh, all that below all those darker circles. Yeah. That lifts up and there's stuff under that to set. Wow. Uh, and then there's a keyboard where you type in and then right at the bottom is where you set a bunch of connectors, you know? Oh, okay. That's neat. So the interesting history on this on this machine, I mean, you see it all in German there, right? Yeah. It was, I believe it was invented by a Polish guy. Okay. And he tried to sell it to the German army and they're like, yeah, we don't, we don't need this. And then it became a, a, a business machine for just oh. encrypting business secrets. <laughs> and then the German army decided, well, you know, maybe we can do this, something with this. And there's a, there's a couple different versions of this thing. So when you're right. trying to solve one of these, you need to know which machine you're dealing with. Right. You need to know what settings up there at the top. Right. There's three to five wheels that go on that on the inside. Then you need to know which wheel goes where and where it's set on. And then there's another wheel that may go, may or may not go in it. Some of them have the plug boards and where you've got to connect different letters. Yep. Bottom. The cool thing is when you solve something with this, you either have it right or you don't have it at all. There's, <laughs> not, there's not even a close. There's no close. Exactly. And Charles had put in his notes and I had it in mind too. The, this movie, the imitation game, which got Benedict Cumberpatch in it. Yeah. That that's a really good movie that shows how they he they built a machine from scratch from this thing which is incredible which is incredible in itself i mean this is you know pre-computer thing this thing this machine would probably fit in the office i'm sitting in now yeah and it would, and it would crank out stuff but every day the settings for that code would set at midnight reset at midnight so if you didn't solve the puzzle that day or solve the a message you got you Start were over. done 
You had to start yeah. over. And the way they broke it is some German guy kept writing uh, something to his girlfriend or something. I forget what the deal was, but it's the killer thing for every cipher that you start something the same way. Yes. And so they knew what to look for. And when they went and plugged that back in that machine, broke the code, they knew what Good. they knew what to look for. Cause it's incredible. If you watch, um, there's also the, the, the U-boat movie, uh, also talked a bit about they, they U5, were trying to use five seventy one, isn't it? Yeah, they had to capture it, but not let the Germans know they captured it. I mean, yeah. otherwise, they, they did that a couple times trying to get they were trying to get an Enigma machine, but not let them know they had an Enigma machine. That's just incredible. But you know, they didn't know how many rotors to use because every time you push a button, the rotors would would the would they rotate. Yeah, it rotate and. You know, they had to, they sat there and had to reverse engineer it without knowing what you're looking for. I mean, it's an incredible, it's an incredible feat uh, that the the British and, and the Americans did to work on the cryptography of that is incredible to think about. Um, there's some other ways I know that uh, in World War II, there were some other ways that similar to that, how we, uh, cracked one of the japanese codes was um they sent out a, a they sent out they weren't with, sure what they were with, talking mid, about. with midway. midway yeah so they're talking about midway and they were they want they kind of knew roughly what was going on but they wanted to get a uh in polish yes you're right sherry sorry yes um the um uh you definitely a, a full ally allies uh working on that but for Japan, they kind of had worked out part of it, and so they like they need confirmation. So they faked a message saying that they were having water shortage issues on Midway, and they re responded back to because they had cracked part of the code. The Japanese were talking between two people that AF was having trouble with water, so they knew then that Midway was AF, and they could go from then they could kind of start the to finish the deciphering of everything. So all codes or most all codes get broken eventually. Right. You know, usually yeah. by human error, not by much, you know? Yeah. Yeah. People who, well, it's, it's like anything with a password. People, people don't make good passwords. Although nowadays I think people are maybe getting better at it. I don't know. Um, there, a lot of tools now that'll do it for you. So yeah. Well, here's a clue for your security settings. The question and the answer don't have to match. Oh, yeah. You know, when they ask you, oh, you, yeah, you put in a password and they ask you a security setting, right? You know, what street did you live on? You could say watermelon or, well, right? You know, or what's your favorite color? Ford. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Just, just some answer that you know, because it doesn't matter what the question is, it matters what the answer is, right? As long as you know what it is. Yeah, that that that's a great one. That's a great thought. Uh, all right, let's go to um, let's talk about the. Do you agree with Charles? Put a comment in. So I'm gonna get you guys to comment on this as well. So let me put it in a banner. You guys tell me what you guys think. And we probably get Charles to talk about this next time he's on, but he says he hates puzzles that use Wikipedia as a source. Why? Why would he say that? 
I have my answer, but I'll let Tom go first. He's the expert. <laughs> I'm going to guess it's because anybody can go in there and change Wikipedia. That is correct. That is my answer as well. Well, yeah. there is a puzzle in my area that actually depended on that. Somebody went in and changed a Wikipedia page and put the coordinates on that page. And then, of course, somebody came back, you know, like, fixed what's it. this and fixed it. But you had to know what page to go to and what edit to look at. Oh, because it keeps them in the edit list. It keep it keeps them. Oh, that's that's devious. Yeah, it was wow. a, that, that was a hard stretch. That is, man. Wow. Yeah, because we talked about it. I forget what we were talking about. We were talking about puzzles one night for on something. Me and Jesse we were talking about. Remember I mentioned where I'd had a I had a puzzle out and it hadn't been looked at for quite a while and finally somebody said, Hey, gonna come to your area and want to do the puzzle you got out there, but the puzzle referred to a website. And I go out and I go, Oh no, and my first thought is great. Um, oh, Wayback Machine. Yep. That's a good one for that because it you know it archives old web pages. Oh, wow. Okay. There's puzzles out there where you can find the website you need, but you've got to go back to 1992 or whatever okay. to, you know, July 1st on, you know, 2001 to actually uh, get the correct web page, the archived web page to get the answer. Oh, my. Not the current one. So even if you get to the right website, you got to know when, not just where to oh, go. Yeah. Well, I felt bad because um, I had, and maybe this is, you know, at least I hadn't planned for it. So this is probably not a thing to do. This is a not a thing to not do, which was don't rely upon some of those some of these obscure websites because they may not be around forever. And sure enough, this site that I was using was just gone. And so I had to go fix it. I went and grabbed uh, a more standardized cipher page like the, the one page has been out there. Gosh, as long as I know. The the uh, Rumpkin's been out there since 06, I know. Probably yeah. longer than that. It could so. go away, too, though. Just host it. Just put it in your old caches. Yeah, or, that's true. Send them to old that you have. I've seen yeah. old caches used for stuff. I use my old ones for stuff all the time. And I was just thinking while you're talking about old stuff, there's a cache in Austin, a puzzle that uses Google Earth. You can go back in time on Google Earth. Really? And... You had, I forget what year you had to go back to, but you they gave you the search area and you had to find an airplane flying over. It just, you know, because sometimes the satellites catch airplanes. Nice. And the cache was hidden under one of the wingtips of the plane. <laughs> so when you find the plane, you know, you got Google Earth, you can get the coordinates off of Google Earth and, right. and you're good to go. Dang. Wow. That's cool. Uh, all right, let's talk about some of the other ones. So um, I'm going to bring up one, uh, Tom, I want you to, to discuss because I don't know if I've ever heard of this. So talk to people about this. We've got a image. lot in my area. So there's a lot of yeah. puzzles here that use um, pictures. Okay. And you have to... There was one series that's not there now. You had to identify the people in the picture. 
And if you don't know who they are, you could copy the image, go to Google, reverse image search, and mm-hmm. you either copy the picture or copy the, the address to it, and it'll search for that picture. Oh, okay. And 10 does the same thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's those are good tools. Those are ones that law enforcement's been using for years. So if the photo is somehow public, Mm-hmm. then it will be categorized or it'll be cataloged somewhere. Yeah. Like if you did a picture of this screen and this right. is posted as a picture before, it'll find it out on the internet. Right. Okay. Cause it'll, or, it, or something similar. Yeah. Or something similar, but I mean the exact photo or something similar. So, okay. It, it's good for narrowing things down. It didn't always give you a hundred percent, but, and they can be, Trick, you know, you can edit an image a little bit so it'll not okay. do that. Yeah, but, you can mess with it or crop it or something, and yeah. I've yeah, had the, the puzzle that was there before. Uh, before you had to identify people, and that's been replaced. Yeah, now you have to identify movies. Yeah, there's one near uh, where I used to work that was put out, and uh, I recognize some of the the movies stars in the pictures some i know who they are so i'm mm-hmm. thinking i don't know where to go to figure out because there's no other clues you just have to know you either yeah. have to know the movie or know the actor or yeah the, the ones with the actors i think th- those are hard because are they looking for the actor's real name or their stage name the character name right How, yeah, do you put a middle in this or not there's a there's a lot of variables on that the, uh, the yeah. movie stuff, you either have it or you don't usually. Okay. That's interesting. All right. We're moving on. We got a lot to, we're, we're covering them in more of a general sense tonight. Um, let's talk about. Did you have decode on your list to do? Decode, right. I, I, use, I, I use that one some. Uh, there's a French version, and then there's you can change translate into English too. Yeah. So, yeah, Deco's got a lot of good stuff on it, though. Slash en for the English version of it. I think no, maybe not. Just pull it up, and Google will translate it to English for you. Yeah. Also, there's a cl- there's a button you can push for that. Uh, oh yeah. So yours wasn't the right one. I think it's over here. Decode. Uh, yeah, there it's so, yeah, there we go. Uh, share screen, Google decode. There we go. Yeah, this has got a whole series of stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Ciphers, um, it kind of explains some stuff. This is where the toolbox and, and Rumpkin definitely doesn't explain hardly anything about it. This gets a little bit into how they, how they work. Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah. And you know, when I first started doing this, these tools weren't out. And so I depended on like Wikipedia pages to explain how the cipher worked and you had to do it by hand. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so they weren't very long ciphers. So. Oh, math tools. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. I like it. Uh, you can, um, you could spend forever on this site. Conversions to base it. Yeah. 
we'll do that another night. But tonight we're just kind of going over the general tools. But yeah, tools and game solvers. You know, we didn't have on either of our lists, and I guess it's because we haven't seen them in a while. It's like resistor code stuff. Oh, yeah. Those yeah. used to be pretty popular. Um, yeah. And not even, that may be even on here somewhere. I know it's not on the other two, but. Uh, well, it might be on Toolbox. I don't know. I haven't. But I haven't done a resistor code puzzle in years. Right. Interesting how some of them don't come up as often as they used to, maybe. And well, I think I think it's because a couple of people put them out, and then everybody in the area solves it, and then the cache gets archived, and you think, well, everybody knows how to do it. And it's right. Like, well, no, because you know people come and go, and there's newbies that come around that they haven't seen it yet. Right. Right. Uh, interesting. Okay. Let's talk about fizzy calc. I love fizzy calc. I use that. I don't use as much as I used to, but that for like right. projections, I used to use it a lot for projections before that became something that your GPS or your phone can can mm. do for you. Oh wow! Yeah, I see. What you're um, Physicalc would do distance between coordinates. You could put two in there and figure the distance. Mm -hmm. uh, it would do coordinate conversion. Like, like we use degree minutes. That's the type of coordinates we have. It would convert that degree minute seconds. It would do the, the UTM, the you know, Universal Transverse Mercator. Yep. I'd say it, and there's like two or three UTM. others. It'll do them. Decimal. It'll, it'll do a bunch of them. Mm -hmm. And this is the guy who wrote this is the guy that the fizzy challenge is named for. Oh, how about that? Fizzy magic. Yeah. Fizzy mm -hmm. magic. Yeah. Fizzy so this is just a simple little app to, or I don't know if you call it an app. It's a program to me. It's an executable sure. file and it it's simple download and runs. It's pretty self-explanatory. So, Tom, we've mentioned a lot of these, and uh, and we probably have a couple more to mention, but how do you – do you just get used to them, or do you, like, keep a list of all the places you go? Because there's probably 10 different ways to solve a lot of these things, right? Like, I use slightly different tools than you use. There's tons of tools out there. Do you go to the same one all the time, or do you – like, do you have a bookmark list of all your puzzle solving? How do you organize all this information? I got it all in my head mostly, but <laughs> so how should normal people organize all this information? <laughs> well, gee, thank you there. Uh, nor normal people should take notes. <laughs> okay. um, Probably uh, like a bookmark list or something, maybe a bookmark like list or somebody had mentioned having your own wiki page where you could put, put your notes in. Yep. Uh, one thing I, I preach and I'm getting better at, you know, I don't do so much, but you know, notes, I, Way back when, back in the beginning, there wasn't notes on the cache page. There wasn't corrected coordinates either. So you had to keep stuff written down. Now I try to keep the notes of how I solved a puzzle on the cache page. So when somebody asks me two or three years from now, how'd you solve this one? I can actually give them a reasonable answer instead of, dang, I don't remember. That's a good idea. That's a great idea if you remember to do it. <laughs> 
I'm getting better at it. That's not as much fun as what I do. I just send them off in the wrong direction and uh, watch them spin their wheels after that. (laughs) So here's here's, uh, Jeff's uh, page. His ref, uh, Wiki Bruce. You're going to get hit by a bunch of these guys. Thanks for sharing, Jeff, but... So he's got several puzzle tools on here. That's not 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 a bad idea to put all those into a. Yeah, that's a good way to kind of organize them all. This is going to be in the notes, right? Because I need that anagram thing. There's a cache in New Mexico that every once in a while I go back and try to yep. solve that anagram stuff, and there's one anagram on it that I just don't have. Oh right, because there's several of these. He's got examples of each one. That's kind of cool. If oh, I am so stealing this. <laughs> He's got a lot of cool. Uh, good job. Yeah, there's several. Uh, good job, Bruce. Buy that man a beer. Not, right. the cheap, not the cheap stuff either. Not the cheap stuff. Yeah. The good stuff. Right. Got a whole section on substitutions. Boy, a lot of substitutions in there. Uh, other series. Oh, they're talking about his 25 pair color code. There's Ooh. so many things out there. Yes, I've seen this before. You, you ever seen one of these, uh, Tom? What's that? The 25 pair color codes? I don't think so. The DNA one down there, I've seen that. Hang on, let me let me switch uh, switch these. Because it doesn't want to switch the page. This one. Now, it is a wiki page, but... Where... Obviously, you can find these somewhere else. I mean, somewhere as well. But this is a cool site where you've got color code. Oh wow! You got the different pages with the color, uh, the different colors. Oh, you know what? That looks like a puzzle that I have not solved in my area. Oh, does it? That's got I, the- I, I don't think I've ever seen one like this. This is kind of cool. Uh, I'm thinking my area might get to see one like that because <laughs> you've got. Uh, you just need uh, a few, you know, get, there's your numbers right there. One, There's one through 25. So That's interesting. Yeah. So really, you got the numbers there. All you need to do is come up with a story of how to get the numbers. Yeah. So, and you could put the number, you could somehow uh, maybe talk about the, 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 uh, the colors. Yeah, major color and minor color. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Mr. Black, he lived on Green Street. <laughs> kind of like a logic puzzle thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you could do that, or just look for somehow make it with the numbers and and make it where they know to look for this. Yeah. That's a stretch. I mean, when you've got it burning your head that you're always looking for coordinates. Yeah. And you're really supposed to look for another set of numbers. One of my favorite puzzles in, in, oh, it's outside of Bullock or Gulfport. It was there. It's been archived. Yeah. But it you it had to come up with a set of numbers, and, and it wasn't too terribly hard to get the numbers. But I've got, I'm supposed to look for coordinates. Right. Exactly. And, but yeah. it wasn't coordinates. It It took a while to make the leap, but it gave a phone number. Oh, wow. And you had to call that phone number, and it was like a Google phone number thing. And 
and, oh, then yeah. it, and then it told you what to do next. And oh my, that puzzle was awesome. You, um, found, you found one like that one time, uh, Jesse, didn't you? Up in uh, near where your your brother is, right up in Ohio, you found a catch like that. Uh, similar to that, yeah, I had one here like that that I put out, and then I found one that had a. Uh, it was a recording, and then uh, I don't want to give it away, but it was related to a uh, a virtual up there. So it's still an active one. I'm not going to say what it did, but yeah, you you did call a phone number, and then there was some information after that. Information that's kind of cool. So it's still an active virtual up up in Ohio. So right, so it doesn't have to always lead lead to coordinates. It could lead to something else. Which yeah, makes absolutely. it really. Oh gosh, this thing. So the phone number gave you an, a set of coordinates. You get to the first stage, it gave you the coordinates for the next stage and a password. And you're like, what do I do with this password? You go to the next stage and there's an ammo can, a plastic ammo can with a, what, a Pelican box in it, if I remember right. And it had a cassette player taped up. So all you could do is stop, play, and rewind. Oh, but wow. there's no, no batteries. And we're thinking, what do we do with this? <laughs> no batteries. And then we realized this is back in the days when everybody had um, GPS. And we're like, oh, duh, take the batteries out of your GPS and play it. Oh, right. It played that. It sent you to the the airport across the street. It said, go see the Colonel and baggage checkout or pickup. <laughs> and we're thinking, okay, we're just going to take us to Colonel Sanders or something. It took us to a statue in there. And that had an email address. And we're like, Okay, what do we do with an email address? And yeah. the wife Cheryl put it together that oh, well, that's what that password's for. Oh, and yeah. We're, oh, it, it was a cool puzzle, and that was the first puzzle we we had drove, driven all day from Texas to get there, and we were at the la next to the last stage at like ten o'clock at night, and it was going to have us go through a swamp, and the rest of the people with me were like. We're not going through a swamp in the middle of the night. So I pouted all the way home to the, <laughs> the hotel. But first thing next morning after I Google Earth where we we're supposed to go, there was a perfect trail walking around the swamp. Went and found that thing next morning. That was cool. That yeah. There was some really cool caches in that area. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's talk about is because we're – we're going. We're doing the little bit of a thirty thousand foot level tonight. We'll get into some of these more as as the days go on, as we have more puzzle talk shows. But oh, look, somebody got to Fargo. He landed in Fargo. Yay! Good yeah, job. Uh, wonder Charles if Laura made it. Wonder if he's going to do an adventure lab while he's there. Probably. He's, I know he's doing a geo tour. He's a tour, but isn't there an adventure lab there too? Isn't that the one with the flood? There could. Or, or is that? Up towards Gilby. Yeah. I thought, was, I thought it was Fargo. Uh, let's talk about Coley Long's book a little bit. I love it so much. I bought two of them. Tom has. There you I, go. I, I had the original and I went back uh, this past March and got the new updated second edition. Spiral Bound. If you buy it, get the Spiral Bound. Get the Spiral Bound, yeah. So that's an awesome book. It will not teach you how to solve everything in the world, but it'll teach you how to think. You know, what I liked about the way the way that Cully has set up too is it he gives you uh, basically a puzzle to work on, but he does it in such a way that he doesn't start you with, 
the hardest puzzle in the world. He wants you to start with a certain, basically, then he starts like a very, a very simple, simple version and sort of works his way forward. Is that right? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. And then there's a great section on ciphers in there, and a great flow chart in there in the back of it, how to recognize which kind of cipher it could be. Right. Still won't go through all of them, but it hits all the major ones. Cool. Well, it's the idea to get you thinking the right way, right? You can never, there's no such thing as a book that tells you how to solve every puzzle. Right. That, that book would be like, <laughs> would be never ending. Because a new puzzle is going to come out tomorrow. Yeah. Somebody's going to come up with another idea. Uh, and um, like you said, there's, there's ways to do puzzles that we haven't, we're just talking about tools tonight. We, we can get into other, I mean, we got, we got two two shows a month for who knows how long we can do this. We can do this forever. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, that's that that is a great tool. It really is. Uh Cully's book. Uh uh I like that um uh that he um and you can get him spiral bound, but I, I like the fact that he has them now spiral bound, which is nice. So you know, we had friends on the list. Um, I don't know if you remember talking after the show last week. Yeah. Um, the puzzle I had, and I was at an event. Well, I still had the puzzle. It's called I Know What We're Going to Do Today. And, and this guy came up to me and asked me about the puzzle, and he couldn't figure it out. It's a bunch of what? I think it was 10 questions, if I remember right. Right. Been a while since, I mean, it's been a whole week since I've looked at it, but 10 <laughs> 10 questions with four answers to each one. And he didn't know how to solve it. And I said, well, go grab two kids. And he looked at me fine. I said, just go get two kids. And he went off, got two kids. And I said, okay, ask him the question. And he starts reading the <laughs> questions to him. And before he can read the answer, the kids are answering these oddball answers. Right. So it's like Jesse said, sometimes you got to phone a friend or grab a kid. And yeah have them solve it for you. Cause this was all based on a, a kid show that I used to watch with my kiddo. You know, how many days are there a summer vacation? Well, there's 104 and what comes along to end it school and school. Yeah. Rick and Morty. Was that a Rick and Morty thing? Was that uh, Phineas and Ferb? Oh, Phineas uh, and Ferb. That's right. I remember you mentioned that. Yeah. That's they're always antagonizing their sister. <laughs> uh, I love and, that. I love that show. They're very cool. Well, we need to wrap up. Um, uh, I'm going to throw one more tool out there. All right. Throw it out there. Cashly. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, for, I mean, for one of the, I could sit here and tell you how to look at a web page to look at the source code. I mean, the sort when you go to geocaching.com and you, and you do a right click on, on a web page and bring up the source code, it is like five miles long. Yeah, it is. And there's only a small part of it in there that's what we input. And Cashly will show you what's input, click of a button. Really? I didn't realize that. Yeah, bring up a cache and hit, and, and it, yeah, shows, it shows text, web, and, and, and source. I believe it says source up there. And where it says source, that's all the... Oh, wow, okay. Well, back in my day, we could grab kids. 
I got grabbed a lot. <laughs> yeah, you should know the kids that you grab for the puzzles. Just yeah, let's do, let's do that. I got whippings too, you know. That's right. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Oh, I see. So yeah. that so it's like a it's like a pared down. It yeah, it only shows you the the user supplied content. Mm-hmm. Right, because it says at the top text, web, or source. Yep. And I'm sure some of the other apps do that as well, but I know Cashly does it. So. Okay. Yeah. So you can look at source. That's yeah. Do it. Do it. Okay. Interesting. If it's like anything it. but a traditional, I always look at that because you never know what people are going to hide in there. Yeah. There's a series here of dad jokes, which are it's a really awesome. I haven't found any of the caches, but man, I had fun solving the puzzles because it's all dad jokes and he, and he put hints in there in the, in the source code. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. That's something we'll, there'll definitely be a show. That's, that's for another show, but I, I think that there's Got really, enough, you can read it. Yeah. you kind of read it, uh, is, um, which I'm really looking forward to is, is part of puzzle talk is, um, you pull up a web page and you know, it's going to be a puzzle. You pull it up and there's nothing, there's no description. There's no hints. There's no nothing. It's just a white page and of or, course, a, or a green box. We talked about that one last yeah. the show. Of course, <laughs> first I spent, is, spent I, hours solving it and some guy <laughs> showed me how to do it in five seconds. Right. Well, uh, yeah, those are good, but I know talk about the blank sure. page. Well, this comment because I know you're going to get to this in another show, but yeah, somebody's uh, Dan's got some new caches he's going to put out some puzzles, and he said if anybody wants to beta test them, um, oh, that shows send an email to him, you know, through geocaching.com. But I just, yeah, we can't get into that tonight, obviously. But beta testing is so important, you can't say enough. How, how, how do you? How do you go test a rocket propelled grenade? Isn't that going to get you in trouble somewhere? Just go on the desert, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, you know, how do you solve the, the blank page? How do you do, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that'll be interesting as we do these shows is, um, you, you get a photo, you know, what, what is, what are the first things that you want to try to do to, to look at a photo, um, you know, do you blow it up? Do you, do you, do you, you know, do you, what, what tools do you use? I think it'll be interesting. Um, to well, that's, determine. that's a whole show by itself, right? Just, yeah. if there's just a photo on the page. There's like 15 things you can start off with just to check on that photo. Right. So many things can be hidden. That photo. It's wild. Yeah. You can put it in the picture. You can put it in the metadata. You could just oh, put yeah. it in the code for the thing. Yeah. You could do, I never get the word right. Steganography, where you have to have two pictures and compare them. Right. Uh, no, steganography is when you hide the information inside the photo, right? That's right. Yeah, you're thinking of the stereograms. stereograms. No, 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 not no, not where oh, that's the one, the one you stare at, right? Stereograms. That's the one you stare at. Three D puzzle. There, there's I, another steganography where you have to have the original picture, and then oh. you have the one where they've changed the stuff just bit by bit. Mm-hmm. And and the difference in that it gives you your code, which could be letters or it could oh, be yeah, there are tons of them. Yeah, those will be uh, fun. Those yeah. will be fun to talk about. That's for another show. So. That's for another show. All right, 
let's the wrap good up. thing is this is only the second show and we got a lot of that's another shows we do we've we've covered we've we've hopefully people are keeping up if you've not watched the show before and you're i think most people have but if not oh look wait 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 a minute wait a second he's hold, late. hold the phone we'll see if we can get him on uh, he's trying he's trying hard he's trying. He's trying. there he is there he is hey Welcome to your own show that you're not on. <laughs> Glad to see you. Well, we just landed. I'm in Fargo. Um, Did you see both people yet? Everywhere. <laughs> there's people everywhere? Well, it's Buffalo. <laughs> Two people. Excellent. So it looks... It, Looking good there, so and good. He wore clothes and not his mankini. Yeah, you didn't wear your mankini. Good man. He's got his veteran hat on. Thank you for your service. He's got. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't even. Don't zoom in. Don't zoom in. <laughs> it's ducks rolling Wonder Woman. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Um. So there's there he is. <laughs> there's the man. Well, awesome. Well, you, you caught the tail end. We were about to sign off, so but glad you made it. Well, that that airport well, is man. There's like it's busy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, look at that. It's just it's wall to wall people there in Fargo. There's him and Laura probably. And that's it. Where is everybody? That's it. Wow. Really, that's the place to be right now. It's Fargo. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's it. Now, are you going to Gilby? That was the question that came up earlier. You're going to have no. time to get out to Gilby? No one have time? No. Okay. We'll uh, go Garned. to Grand Forks. Right. Grand Forks, and uh, uh, you're going to do the Geo Tour. And then back to finish the Geo Tour. Right. So go to Grand Forks. We're picking up a car. Uh, we're buying a new car. And then coming back to... Um, Fargo will finish the geo tour and uh, then county cashing all the way back to uh, the Wyoming border. So, yep. Grand Forks is where the adventure labs at, isn't it? There's one, there's an adventure lab. With flood. I haven't flood. even, there's an adventure lab with flood in it. And I can't remember. I think, I think it is Grand Forks. Yeah. Oh. Not going to lie. I haven't looked at a single adventure. Lab. I downloaded the uh, Geo Tour. I printed off my passports today and got Perfect. all of that stuff rounded up. And uh, that's he, that's going to be our main focus. Geo Tour focus. While we're here, um, yeah. Cool. So, yeah, Darn, you'll have to go back because Gilby is worth the trip. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I heard that on a podcast, podcast. on Sunday. Hmm. Where would that podcast be? I don't, uh, so, I don't know which one. So I was serious when I'm saying I'm considering going up there for that community event. If I can wrangle up enough people to maybe rent a car and we can time everything right. I mean, I, I would fly up there, but because that's a three-day drive from here. It's a hard three-day drive. Yeah, 16 yeah. hours for me. And, and Tom, you, how far are you from me? You're... Well, that depends if I stop to eat and cash and go to, you know. <laughs> yeah, six you're, hours. You're, you're, you're a drive, but I could fly. And it's, 
I think I looked the round trip was like three hundred and fifty bucks, and you'd almost I mean, well, you wouldn't spend that in gas, right? But but that six days of travel time compared to a couple of hours, and when you get off the plane, you're ready to go. You're not beat from driving all day. So that's true. Oh hey, look at that! We got a tractor behind there. That's very. Uh, you think my tractor sexy? Yeah, yeah I think <laughs> tractor sexy. <laughs> oh my gosh! And with that, we'll wrap up tonight. Looking forward to more shows, you guys. You guys are gonna. Uh, I'm, Jesse and I are excited that you guys are doing this. It's awesome. Uh oh, that sounds like a train wreck. Yeah, we're glad to be here. We're you allow us to do it. Yep. No, it's wonderful. Kind of great. Tons of tools already. I hope everybody was making a list of everything, but we'll have the cash note. I mean, uh, the yeah. podcast notes up soon with yeah. a bunch of that information on it. So yeah. start building your bookmark page or your wiki page now because you're going to get a lot more of them. I'll definitely have it up tomorrow sometime for sure. I won't. I will make myself a note. We won't because we want to get those tools out for people. Oh and yeah. I'll, I'll add Jeff's in there too because I think Jeff's. Uh, website is is very helpful as well so all right thanks everybody and here we go